Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. Love talking today about developing a merry heart. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellis and Salazar, garage and body shop. At Ellis and Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellis and Salazar for over 55 years. Ellis and Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. I just say so excited. Good morning. This is Evelyn Davidson. Mike, thank you. It is great to be here today. And uh, Kathy uh, Inderbach, I think. Who is that sitting over there? (laughs) (laughs) It is, Evelyn. You know, I was just waiting for the sound to kick on in my earphones to make sure we were all good. Yes, it's so nice to be here with you this morning. And... um, and talking about Christmas, I'm looking forward to that. I love the Christmas season. Well, we are coming to you today with a heart filled with Thanksgiving because we've had a great Thanksgiving season moving into the time of year when we celebrate when love entered the world and became a part of our lives. And uh, we are broadcasting from KTXW here in the Austin area, the bridge, which is Central Texas, Christian Talk. And we're here, Kathy, to build bridges of love and understanding for leadership. And that's what we need in America today and all over the world because we have a worldwide audience. We do. And, you know, the wonderful thing about Christmas time is God showed us that 
the world's greatest leader started out as a baby. And so, you know, a lot of us, (laughs) you may not feel like a leader, but God can do wonderful things. And, um, you know, if you are a parent out there, you are a leader. And um, we do need we do need leaders today, Evelyn, that um, love the Lord and are focused on doing what God would have them do during this amazing time in which we live. Well, we know about God's plan because you wrote about it in the new book that will be coming out. Well, actually, it's out on the website. You can order it now. It's called Praying and Praising Across Texas. And you wrote about the Christmas plan, basically, God's plan for us and for life. And we are excited about doing that today because you know what? I call Christmas Christmas. Christ must, because it is he who is the one that we honor during this time. You know, Santa Claus is wonderful, and we love that gift, that way we can give and share with others. Uh, and we've, we've had a wonderful season of doing that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas Hendricks with uh, Popeye Chicken made it possible for us to have some turkeys to give to some friends. And, and in, in just in anticipation of what God has already done and what he'll continue to do in our lives. And so today we are going to be talking about Christmas. And God's plan for Christmas. And one of the things I love about God is that he is a plan maker and he is a plan keeper. He makes those those plans for us. He, he fills us in on his promises and then he keeps every single one of those promises. And, you know, he has had a plan for Christmas from the very beginning. And today we are going to talk about what God's plan for Christmas is. Isn't that exciting? Oh, I, I, I have goosebumps. I have love bumps. <laughs> well, it, you know, it is not just here in, in the East, uh, in mm, Texas, Central Texas, where we live. But, you know, it is, a, it is a nationwide movement now that we would put Christ back in Christmas. Because it is so easy to begin to say happy holidays or, you know, Mary something or other, but we're going to talk about a Merry Christmas today, M-A-R-Y. A Merry Christmas, that's right, and you know, I had such a fun time writing this chapter on uh-huh. God's plan, and so, you know, during Christmas time, getting to look at, at God's plan for Christmas, one of the things that he's really impressed on me is he wants me to have a Merry Christmas, not a, a I mean, obviously a happy Christmas, but mm-hmm. a Merry, M-A-R-Y Christmas, and we're going to look at what does it mean to have a Merry Christmas. Yes. She doesn't take the place of Jesus. No, never. Uh, but she has some, there are some things from Mary's encounter uh, and the life that she lived that we want to talk about today. And uh, it's, it's what we're doing basically is telling God's love story. That's so true. I mean, I mean, the. When Christ looked down or when God looked down on his on his creation and, um, you know, he looked at the that the sin that was there on the separation that was there and and he just so his heart just so poured out for his creation that he chose to send his only son uh, to be received by men that whoever would believe in his son would not perish, but would have eternal life. And so we get to see in this in in this Christmas time, this this beautiful plan that God has is meant to be a, a time of rejoicing and mm-hmm. praying because or and praising um, because we see this this love that God has for us poured out in his son, Jesus Christ, that we are able to have life now and to have eternal life with him. It's a brilliant story. 
Well, it is, and it's one that is eternal. Yes. It had a beginning in the heart of God and has continued into the heart of man as we uh, tell that story over and over and over. One of the things that is, that is so exciting about this particular Christmas time is the book, Praying and Praising Across Texas, that we have put together and have uh, ten authors who have co-written with me. And uh, it's on. You can get it today off the website at um, www.ndpaustin.org. And it is so thrilling to me, Kathy, to think that through the years God has continued to expand His plan, and that we have opportunities today to share the Lord Jesus with people that. When I was a child, there was no way that that message could get out. And we've just gone through the Thanksgiving season with Operation Christmas Child, where we sent the love of the Lord Jesus around the world in a shoebox. You know, it's it's true, and I was reminded as well this week, you know, on our Love Talk Network, um, you know, individuals come and, and, and listen to our radio shows and our archives, and we received an email from Pakistan in the Middle East, and it's just so uh, amazing knowing that God's Word does go out, and it does not return void. It is alive and active, and, you know, Evelyn, something that you said earlier is there's such a return to to Christmas, not in a generic holiday form. But in the Christ of Christmas, and there is this also this call to prayer. And so this is what I love about this book, a praying and praising across Texas, because it is directly in response to where the Holy Spirit is moving across our nation mm-hmm. um, and, and globally, that it is time to to return to the Lord, to pray and seek his faith and to praise him for his amazing plan that he is alive and active. And so with this book, it not only teaches individuals about prayer. What is it? What is God's plan? What does he accomplish in prayer? Why do we praise God? What is, how is he worthy to be praised? So it's, there's a, there are teaching chapters, but then it also goes into this daily week by week period where it provides scripture, very practical um, things to pray for, praise for each of our leaders, for our governor, our lieutenant governor, these leaders that are in key position. It teaches us how to pray for, for those individuals. And it calls us together as an entire state to be praying for our leadership and to be seeking God's face. And it's an amazing tool. And, you know, now you, we have just, you say that we're open to orders. I know it officially comes out the 21st of December but I mean we have cases and cases that have are that are already right, so. ordered yes <laughs> you know that's a little scary sometimes you think about <laughs> it. but it is uh, it is going to be an, be an exciting adventure because we will start on the 20th of January yes and we'll start with prayer and that is the day of Texas inauguration and then all the people that buy the book uh, or that we give it to uh, will read the the teaching and everything prior to the 20th. And then on the 20th, we'll begin the first day of 49 days of praying you and know, asking God to bless and show us how to lead and show us how to minister and and to do all those things that he has called us and trained us to do. And when individuals are calling in and saying, okay, how do I get this book? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very easy. You go to ndpaustin.org. So that's... Um, 
Nancy Drew Peterson, NDP, <laughs> or National Day of Prayer, NDP, National Daily Prayer, National yeah. Daily Prayer, mm-hmm. Austin.org. And you can get yourself this book, but this is what I would encourage you to do. This is, this is what mm-hmm. I would encourage our listening audience to do. Go talk to your pastor. Have the church order a case for that church so that on January 20th, the whole church can experience that renewal and revival and this in- incredible uh, return to Christ and seeking his face um, together as an entire church. That That is what I'm excited about doing. That's what I would encourage our listeners to do as well. Well, some of our authors besides Miss Kathy Enderbrock is Dr. Kai Bowman, uh, Dr. Steve Washburn, Reverend Linda Chandler, uh, Hi, um, mm, Carol Everett with Heidi Group, and Dave Welch, who is who is the executive director for the Texas Pastors Council. Do you know there are 23,000 churches, 23,000 churches in the state of Texas, and he has his hands around the heart of most all of Mm. them. And and we know him to be the one who has led the charge in Houston against pastors being sued for what they preach in the pulpit. And so he is well known. So we expect this to be a mighty movement of God, not because of what I've done or you've done, Kathy, but what God's going to do when his people begin to pray Mm -hmm. together. And so while we'll start the first wave on uh, January the 20th, then anyone that buys it after the 20th will have three weeks or four weeks to read it, absorb it. And then on the 20th of of um, February, then they can start, and there'll be thousands, I think, that'll start in February. So we just we just know that it's time for us is to really rise up and be a leader and help people come to know that prayer does work and that God has a plan, and that's what we're talking about today is God's plan. And, and you know, Evelyn, I was just going to say, you know, when you talk about all of these leaders, these authors who have come together to write this book. I mean, you know God's hand is in that because they are they all have their hands full of ministry and they are are out there doing these amazing things that the Lord has called them to do and yet they they dropped things to come together to get this book done. And so the passion behind the writing of this book I just can't believe I was invited to be a part of it. I, I just I'm so delighted and so thrilled to just even be able to you know, be a part of something um, that includes these these men and women that have far out achieved, outdone so many more great things than I have for the kingdom. And I'm looking forward to that. Well, you're just like a Mary, uh, Miss, Miss <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> because uh, you know when we look at our lives, it's because we've learned what it is that God does when we give our hearts and our, and, and our love and our devotion to him and our attention. And we're going to talk about Christmas when we come back. We want to know what evidence yes. is available that, about Christ's birth that was planned by his Father God. Let us take our break, Mike, and when we come back, let's talk about that, Kathy, right after this. 
Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Andrebrock here at the Bridge 1120 Today's Christian Talk And welcome back This is Kathy Andrebrock with Love Talk in the studio with Evelyn Davison um, amazing woman love lady that she is not nearly as much as you are miss kathy you are my sunshine (laughs) (laughs) well we are just having such a good time in the studio we with you we wish that you were here just sitting right next to us just discussing christmas and what it means to you and talking about how god has fulfilled his plan in your life and and how your your family celebrates christmas there's just so much to talk with you about and um one of these days, maybe you'll come and just be a guest in the studios with us, and we would look forward to to having you. But for now, you're there sitting in your car at your home, wherever you are, and we're going to be a boat in China. Huh? Maybe that's right. That's right. We, you know, our global audience it never ceases to amaze me. The individuals who listen in, and um, I remember one we had a group in Russia that was listening because they were trying to learn English. Uh-huh. So God bless you if you're trying to learn English right now. But we'd like to tell you a little bit about Christmas. We are talking about. God's plan for Christmas. And, you know, this is what I love, that God is a plan maker and he is a plan keeper. And Evelyn, I'd like to ask you, what what evidence do we actually have 
that Christ's birth was planned by God and it wasn't a spur of the moment type of thing. Well, you know, we go back to uh, Adam and Eve if we want to because they had some choices to make in life and, and unfortunately they chose to eat bitter fruit and they lost their relationship with, with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that came as a result of their really rejecting God's plan. Because he had given them a plan. He said, there are two trees. You know, one of them is the tree of life, and the other one is the tree of choice. You do not eat the fruit of the tree of choice because we've already chosen to love you, and, and this is not, you know. And for whatever reason, uh, the enemy of Easter came against Eve and deceived her. Mm-hmm. And so what God said at that time, he said, uh, when, he, when he confronted them, uh, then the, the scripture says, and... The Lord said, let us, U.S., remove the tree of life, lest, lest they eat of it and live forever in the condition they're in. Now, that's a little Elvin translation. But that began an era when God's Holy Spirit was not walking daily with those whom he loved and he created. And, you know, we fast forward that to a lot of stories. And we come up to the book of Ezekiel, which is a prophetic book. Mm-hmm. And Ezekiel was complaining about how far the people had gotten away from God because God had given them specific instructions. Those instructions are on a monument, uh, a display thing at the Texas Capitol. It's called the Ten Commandments. Not ten suggestions. That's right. But ten commandments. That's right. And so he said, these are the things that you will live by. And the people just moved farther and farther away from that personal relationship with trusting God. And so he told Ezekiel, he said, there's going to come a time, Ezekiel, you can write it on, on your book, when I'm going to take out the cold, stony heart of my people and put in a brand new heart. And then we look in Isaiah 7, and this is what God said, because the people, again, had gotten so far away from God's plan. And that's what we're talking about here is God's plan. And this is what it says. Ahaz, uh, God spoke to Ahaz. This time he said, Ask for a sign from your God. Ask anything. Be extravagant. Ask for the moon. Now, that is a new living translation. I think it's, it's out of the message. And they said, so I would never do that. I'll never make demands like that on you, God. And so Isaiah said to him, and Isaiah was a prophet, then listen to this. Listen, all of the government of David, because Jesus came from the line of David, it's bad enough that you make people tired with your pious, timid hypothesis. But now you're making me tired. So the master's going to give you a sign anyway. Watch for this. And this is the clue. Yes. What does it say? It says a girl who is presently a virgin will get pregnant. She will bear a son and name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And by the time the child is 12 years old, able to make moral decisions, the threat of war will be over. Okay. That's what he was talking about, the yes. government in time, which they live. That was called a prophecy of how God was going to keep that promise, that he, that commitment that he and the Holy Spirit and, and the Lord Jesus made when they said, let us remove the tree. What is the tree in the New Testament? It's the cross. Yes. It is the cross. So as, as Jesus, uh, as God prepared his plan, he fulfilled that when? 
Well, 300 years later. Have you ever waited 300 years for anything? <laughs> you know, when you're no. pregnant, when you're pregnant, it seems like 300 years. But 300 years, there was no word from God. You know, and this is what I love, that we know that God carefully planned for this birth. We know that there was a purpose to sending his son, not just because of everything he tells us in the New Testament, but because of everything he tells us in the Old. We can see 300, now I get different readings on this, through between 353 and 365 prophecies about the birth and life of Christ. And even in, uh, if you look at the Jewish, um, the Jewish scripture, solely that there are 44 prophecies specifically about the coming Messiah. Every single one of those, Evelyn, was fulfilled in the birth of Christ. Uh, that to me is so, it, that blows my mind. How can that be? You know, how could 300 years ago someone have said where I was going to be born, to whom I was going to be born, how I was going to be born, what it was going to look? I mean, it's amazing. And, you know, they just even look at it is statistically impossible Mm -hmm. for anyone to have fulfilled the prophecies the way that Christ did. They have been fulfilled, and there are those yet that will be fulfilled. Well, Kathy, um, what... mm, What about your life? How did you come to realize that God had a plan for your life? You know, it was, um, I come from a Jewish background, Uh as you know, Evelyn. And so my mother had been raised Jewish and she actually was not allowed to speak the name Jesus in the house. If, 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 if the name of Jesus ever got mentioned, you would, you would spit it because it was kind of like a, a bad omen to even hear his name or to speak it. And so she um, she got led to Christ by uh, a pastor, uh, a, an actual Catholic priest, and by he led her through the Old Testament, showed her the prophecies, and um, and showed her the the that God, where God was one, he was also three in all the different mentions of God. Okay, so mom accepted Christ, um, and then she got completely kicked out of the house, disowned, but she had such a change in her life that her mother and her grandmother ended up coming to know Christ, and then her two sisters did as well. So I'm about, fast forward, um, several years later, I'm 11 years old, and, and I'm talking with my grandmother um, about you know, getting to see and will I ever see any of my great, great grandfathers and, and um, my great, 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 great grandfather was chief rabbi in Vilna, Russia. And would I ever get to meet him? And would he teach me more about God? And um, my grandmother said, well, sweetie, you know that um, you have to accept Christ as your savior in order to have eternal life and go to heaven and experience all that God has for you there. And um, so she walked me through the scripture and how Christ was sent to, um, to be that atonement for Mm -hmm. our sin, to completely wipe us clean of that sin and to also get rid of that gap that existed between us and God. Because, you know, I think when you grow up, you can see this mighty hand that shaped creation. You you kind of innately know that there is a God, but you feel very separate from him. You, You don't, you know, it's kind of difficult. How can I reach him? How can I speak to him? Does he know I'm alive? 
but you know that there's something greater than yourself. And so she said, you know, my grandmother explained um, that Jesus was the Messiah, the Savior um, that removed that gap between us and God, that we would be able to walk with God again, just as um, just as our father Abraham did, mm-hmm. just as um, you know originally, even before sin, how Adam and Eve did, yeah. and so um, she led me to Christ, and, and she walked me through the sinner's prayer. And and that was it. I was 11 years old, sitting on my couch in my living room with my grandmother. What a! I want to be that kind of grandmother. And I, I, every <laughs> you day. Are. <laughs> well, I pick up a lot of little children along the way, and but you know it, that's the exciting thing because see, you know the evidence that Jesus is who he said he was comes through the scripture, through the historical account of those that witnessed the activity that man experienced with God and then how God came as a person mm-hmm. uh, yes. to make it right. And so, it, you know, when you think about it, it is so simple. Yes. It is so simple. Uh, but we have to really look again to see why or how did God make it possible he used a young woman, didn't he? Yes, he did. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, I love when you talk about, you know, using people because there's a negative connotation well, these days. True. But the way that God works is so gentle, so wonderful, so brilliant. When he stepped in and let Mary know of his plan for her, he did it in such a gentle way. And, and what I love is that he let, him, he let Mary know his plan, that mm-hmm. he had a plan and that she was part of that plan. He did God does not want us stumbling around in the dark, wondering what on earth our life is about. He wants to fill us in. He wants to fill us up. He wants us to to give us understanding and wisdom about the great things he wants to achieve and do in our lives. And so when he came down, you know, Mary, um, if you look at the historical historical account and and the scripture and how it says that, that the angel Gabriel came in she was she was in like a building of some mm-hmm. sort we assume this is in her 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 home because um you know a young jewish girl is going to be with an escort anywhere outside of her home you bet yes so her home would be the only place that she would be in a building and allowed to be by herself so you know we assume that mary would be in her home when when gabriel came in and he told her of this brilliant plan and how God was going to fulfill uh, just wonderful things in her life. What was that plan, Evelyn? Well, it was the plan that she would give birth to Messiah. And see, the heart and the desire of every young Jewish girl was, and even today, mm. that they might be the mother of the Christ child. I'm sure in the Jewish communities today, they say, Lord, you know, we're raising up our young daughters. That's why we protect them. We don't let them go out without an escort or something. It's not so much that today as it was, you know, in the days of yesterday. But the thing that is so exciting about this is that a virgin conceived. And this was a young woman that was pure and and sacred. And God has raised up with a plan. That's right. 
And, you know, when he greets her, Gabriel gives her such a beautiful greeting. And he says, good morning. You're beautiful with God's beauty. And now this, um, I believe, is also coming from the message, Evelyn. It says, you are beautiful inside and out. God be with you. And I love that, you know, Mary's initial response was that she was a little bit shaken up. She was wondering what on earth was behind a greeting like that. But he assures her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. And don't you love it when God has surprises? Oh, yes. Well, he said you will become pregnant and give birth to a son. You know, that's interesting, to a son. Uh, Called his name Jesus. And he will be great. He'll be called the son of the highest. The Lord will give him to you in the throne of David, his father. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end, ever to his kingdom. And Mary said to the angel, But how? I have never slept with a man. And the angel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, the power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called Holy Son of God. And did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son old as she is? Everyone called her barren, but she is now six months pregnant. And immediately Mary got up and went to her cousin Elizabeth. What happened when she got there? Let's take our break and we'll tell you the rest of that story right after this. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. 
You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. Here at the Bridge, 1120, today's Christian Talk. And welcome back, friends. Merry Christmas to you. This is Kathy Enderbrock in the studio with Evelyn Davison on uh, Love Talk on KTXW, The Bridge. So excited to be with you today talking about God's plan for Christmas. And when we went out, Evelyn, you left us on a bit of a cliffhanger. Now, Mary had just been visited by Gabriel. Gabriel just told her the amazing things that God was going to do and that she was going to have a child. And he said, hey, now, Elizabeth, your cousin is also pregnant, actually six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is also going to give birth. And so Mary got up and ran to ran to Elizabeth. Now, it, it's not like she ran across from one house to another. We, we believe this is probably a day's journey. So yeah. she did have to pack. But what was, she didn't waste any time. No. She got over <laughs> to Elizabeth. <laughs> And Elizabeth uh, welcomed her, and an exciting thing happened. What happened? Oh, this is so neat. So when Mary came, and Mary's not sitting there knocking at the door, hoping someone will open it, but Elizabeth was there waiting for her, ran up to, to her, and Scripture says Elizabeth sang out exuberantly. She was filled with the Holy Spirit, and these are the words that she sang uh, to Mary, she said, "You are so blessed among women. The babe in your womb, also blessed. And why am I so blessed that the mother of my Lord visits me? The moment the sound of your greeting entered my ears, the babe in my womb skipped like a lamb for sheer joy. Blessed woman who believed what God said, believed every word would come." True, And that gives us such an insight into Mary's heart that when Gabriel told her these, these words, she believed what God said. She believed every word would come true. You know, that is exciting, uh, Kathy. When you think about the, the, the connection that God made for year after year after year. And Elizabeth was the wife of the priest. Yes. And, and she had not had children. And every young Jewish girl in those days believed I might be the chosen one that God would use to bring the the Messiah into the world. And immediately, you know, here, I don't know how long Elizabeth had been married. Nobody, I don't think, knows. But at that perfect time, Elizabeth was pregnant and then to have Mary come. And what made these, to a degree, first cousins I mean, they were. I mean, she and Mary were co- were cousins. Mm-hmm. It was his cousin, John the Baptist, became Jesus's cousin. Yes. And you know, you look at that, and that tells you something. God has a plan. He has a plan. He tells us about his plan. He fulfills his plan. And you know, it is not just that he had a plan for his people in those days. He has a plan for my life. Evelyn, he has a plan for your life. And friend, he has a plan for your life. And we would just put it to you. Would you be blessed by God? Would you believe that God has a plan for you? Would you believe that every word of God's plan would be fulfilled and come true in your life. And Evelyn, I want to point out, you know, God's plan is wonderful and it is powerful and we cannot achieve God's plan on 
our own. And he mm-hmm. makes this so clear. You know, he didn't just come down and, and, and tell Mary, hey, here's the plan I have for you. But he says, you cannot achieve this on your own. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. The, the Most High is going to overshadow you. Only God can make this possible. And when we look at those original words in Hebrew, when we talk about God's wonderful plan, it it comes from the Hebrew word meaning, excuse me, Paula, which means marvelous, surpassing, extraordinary, separate by distinguishing action and beyond one's power. power. And so, friend, you know, God cannot achieve or you cannot achieve God's plan for you. God needs to step in and achieve God's plan for you. And he is so willing to do that. And, you know, Evelyn, we have seen him do so many things in our lives that we go, how did he do that? That is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I would say even just me sitting here across from you on a, on a Thursday on, 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 our, on a uh, weekend, whenever it may be, when we get together for radio, um, the fact that I'm able to be on radio when I first um, started in, in ministry, uh, one of the things that I said was, you know what, I, uh, I will um, organize events. I will help with ministry projects. I'll, I'll be behind the scenes, but do not ever ask me <laughs> to speak in front of a group. And so it is a pretty outrageous. Eric and I, my husband and I, we are just always so amazed um, how God could do this and, 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 and work step by step Some in small ways right. sometimes and mm-hmm. then in other ways. Some really big steps that, mm-hmm. that, you know, I wasn't ready for, but he held my hand through. He's an amazing God that has a wonderful plan and has the power to, to make that, to fulfill that plan in your life. And it is an individual plan. Each one of us, you know, I think about you know, being born down there, close cut and shoot Texas in the pine woods of the big thicket, that, you know, my life would have taken a, a direction that it has that I would... I'm just blessed that I was born in America and in Texas. And you know, yes. when you look at where we are right now, Kathy, we are in one of the most powerful and the most important times in God's history book, in his story. And that's why it's important that he brings up and raises up new young messengers like you. You know, I'm getting way on up there, getting pretty close to, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, But the thing about this is that he individually designs a plan for each one of our lives. And it is, as you said, a wonderful plan. It is a workable plan, but it requires one thing. It requires that we be a Mary, not to give birth. You know, and she is not an, I mean, she's not, she's not an angel. She's not, you know, anything more special than maybe you or I, because God chose her for one for one period in, in time, and he's chosen us for this period. But it, it is that he said a child will be born. Mm-hmm. And, and to us, a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And when you think about the responsibility that we have in the time in which we live as women, and our husbands, the responsibilities they have, we are as important in God's plan mm-hmm. as Mary was. 
And that's not to take glory from him, but it's just, it is, he has a plan for each one of us. And the thing that is so exciting about this is we have to understand what it costs them to be, uh, to be devoted to the, to the new way that God had chosen for them. Because like with your, your family, you know, Oh, yes. I mean, accepting Christ for my mother meant that she knew she would be disowned. She would be thrown out on the streets um, Mm -hmm. at age. It was I believe it was 16 or 17, uh, you know, basically taken outside the door. um, You were no longer part of this family. So, you know, it's not like she was sent to an aunt's house. She was thrown out out on the streets. That was the end of it. You know, I love when we had Tom Doyle on the program. Uh, He said, look, there is an acid test that we ask when um, a person coming from Islam wants to accept Christ. And and we say, are you willing Mm. to be persecuted for this belief? Are you willing to give your life for this? And when, when, when God calls us, to to his throne and presents us with Jesus Christ when we look at that baby in the manger and he says will you accept my son will you believe mm-hmm. that every word i have spoken is true that everything i have for you is true will you accept my son he does ask us to give him mm-hmm. our life right and you know i that is that is a big thing to do we don't do that lightly and you know in america we, we're not going to experience at, at this time. We don't mm-hmm. experience the persecution um, that our brothers and sisters overseas right. are. Um, but we must, for the time that we're living in, be willing to stand on that mountain and and take a stand and mm-hmm. share Christ with others and not hide out in our closets. Yeah, that's got to get report for active duty. Yes. Well, I want to ask you a question, Kathy. Uh, what had Mary or her parents achieved in their lifetime that made Mary worthy of being chosen mother of Jesus, which is God in the flesh? What had she done? You know, I love this. Mary had re- achieved no worldly thing. Her parents were not wealthy and rich. She did not live in a castle. Uh, there, you know, favor with God cannot be bought with any amount of money or hard work or good deeds. Mary was favored by God because she was simply committed to abiding and living in his will. She believed his word and she lived according to it. And, you know, God's plan succeeds not because of how perfect we are, but his plan succeeds because of his faithfulness mm-hmm. to us. And and I love that about Mary. We see Jesus being born in a manger because Mary was not an earthly princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she was not royalty. Uh, she was a girl, just, just like me, just like you, Evelyn. And and she chose to put her life in God's hands. Well, you know, this this the principle for this is that God's plan is custom made. It was custom made for Mary. Yes. Custom made for Joseph. Custom made for Elizabeth. And Zacharias, and it's fully financed. What does that mean, that it's fully financed? That means that God makes the provision. Um, Everything that is needed for his plan to succeed, he provides. All he needs is as he provides, you abide. And when you abide, you get his provision fully, completely. Um, 
And, and I love that. You're right. It is custom made. It is fully financed. Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He paid the price to buy our life. Paid the price to buy our life. That's a good one, Kathy. Well, let's just uh, take our break, uh, Michael. We come back. I want to know, is it possible for us to be like Mary right after this? Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is YOU-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. You're listening to Love Talk on The Bridge, KTXW 1120, today's Christian talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. And welcome back to Love Talk. This is Kathy Enderbrock in the studio with Evelyn Davison, and we are talking about Christmas and God's plan for Christmas. God is the perfect plan maker, and he is a plan keeper. And we have talked about God's plan for Christmas, what that is, and and God's plan for your life as well, that God's plan is wonderful and it is powerful. God's plan cannot be achieved in your life in your life, in your own strength, on your own. God is necessary to fulfill that plan. He has complete provision. His plan is custom made and fully financed, which means he will provide and you abide and you get, and you will see that plan fulfilled in your life. And then we, um, went out, Evelyn. It was so, so neat. You said, okay, we've talked about Mary. We've talked about her response to God and how uh, she believed what God had said. She believed that every word of it was true. And you said, is it possible for us to respond to God like Mary? Is it possible for us to be Mm -hmm. like Mary? And, you know, this is one thing that I, I think about, you know, God did not set Mary out on, on her own. So first he sent her to Elizabeth and we talked about that and she got to go through this, this period of, of, um, 
of pregnancy with her cousin, mm-hmm. um, but then God provided Joseph. And you I, know, I, I, I love Joseph. <laughs> I love Joseph. And as women, you know, we, we tend to talk about female things, but we have got to look at Joseph. So before we talk about is it possible for us to be a Mary, let's let's look and, and remember that that Mary was not out there on her own. She had Joseph. Well, she had left, you know, immediately and gone to uh, Elizabeth's. We don't know how long she was there. But when she came back, um, she had to have an appointment with Joseph. And, you know, marriages were arranged in those days. Uh, it, you know, it was not necessarily by love. And so to prepare her for her return, what happened? The angel appeared to Joseph. And what happened with Joseph? Okay, well, now, before the angel appeared, it says in Matthew um, chapter 1, verse 20, it says, while Joseph was trying to figure a way out, okay, <laughs> he was saying, this is not good. This woman that, that I'm betrothed to, that I'm supposed to take as my wife, she is pregnant. What do I do? Because he didn't want to hurt Mary. He, he you know, I, he, I think it, he loved her deeply. I believe that he did love her. I mean, if Mary could capture God's heart, she must have been just a something lovely. Special. Yes, something special. And so while Joseph was trying to figure a way out, he had a dream. And God's angel spoke in that dream saying, Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to get married. It almost chokes me up. Okay, don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is spirit conceived. God's Holy Spirit has made her pregnant. She will bring a son to birth. And when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus. God saves but he will because he will save his people from their sins from their sins mm. you know we look at um, the word jesus we look at the word emmanuel we look at the word christ uh, the scriptures are written in several different languages one is arabic one is uh, koine greek koine greek was um, really um, put together so that the armies could march and understand each other and communicate. Mm-hmm. And it has made it that for us as we as we study God's word. Uh, but the most important thing, I think, when we when we when we look at what God says is that uh, Joseph had a decision to make. And he was trying to figure it out on his own. Yes. And God sent him a helper. Yes. And that's what he does. uh he he keeps control uh, over the joy that comes out of the heart of Jesus to the extent that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father and he's praying for us, Kathy. He is so intimately involved in our life. So the Holy Spirit, you know, spoke to Joseph and said, she's okay. You better latch on to this one. <laughs> Don't let her go, buddy. <laughs> but, you know, it... it, it it says that he had a dream, and, you know, that's the way God communicated much during those 300 years when the Holy Spirit didn't speak. And the difference between the time of the anticipation of the first birth of Christ, of his coming and his birth, that 300 years, uh, people didn't hear from God. No, that's true. And in, under the old covenant, and that's what that was, the Holy Spirit would, uh, would appear or would ascend, but not indwell the believer. And when Jesus came, it changed. 
Jesus said, I'm going away. I'll come back. I will take you to myself. But in the meantime, I'm going to give you someone that will comfort you, empower you. And so Joseph had learned those lessons well. He was a Jewish boy. And so he said, when, when the angel said, you will name him Jesus, God saves. That was the cry of Joseph's heart. Every Jewish young man was waiting for God to, to perform in a way that he would save their nation, uh, save their family. And that's what Jesus came to save us individually. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, we perceive as we receive, as you said, that protection and that provision to live like Mary, mm-hmm. to give it up. And one of the things that is of necessity if we're going to have a Mary life, and that doesn't mean we make her head above Jesus. No. But it means that God taught her something that he wants us to learn today. Nothing with God is impossible. Possible. So he true. makes things all possible. Yes. So if if Mary could believe and she could receive, then we know that is the evidence that we have that same opportunity today, Kathy. And so, you know, can we be like Mary? Can we be honest before God and say, I trust you. Mm-hmm. I, I give my life to you. Because I know you, and I know that you make all things possible. And men, you know, can you be as well like like Joseph? I know it's it's hard sometimes for a man to say, can I be like Mary? Now, there's a lot to learn from Mary, and I, I believe that's absolutely right, Evelyn. Uh, um, the heart of a man, the heart of a woman, having that response to God where you would say, let it be to me according to your word, yeah. that I believe what you say is true. And then Joseph saying, you know, look, he, I'm trying to figure out a way out. Okay. Yeah. But but here it is that, that God shows himself. And I love what you said that the Holy Spirit, you know, after the sin of, of Adam and Eve and, and um, during these times when they were coming into a very Fast forwarding, I'm fast forwarding on our yeah. listeners quite a ways when they're coming into the promised land. The Holy Spirit would, would just descend on someone for a moment, for a message, for a short period, and then be gone. And so there was no real indwelling. And so after 300 years of silence for a woman to be indwelled with mm-hmm. with God, I mean, that was yes. uh, you're just amazing. Um, and I think the only thing that makes it believable is that God said it was going to happen. And so when you are looking, when you are, when, when we are driving out and we are seeing this, these crashes and we are seeing, um, these, um, scenes of Mary and Joseph and, and the baby Jesus in the manger and, and the wise men, are we willing to step out and believe because God said it is going to be? Will we have that response mm-hmm. that Mary had? Uh, will we stop trying to figure it out on our own and get out of things on our own? Will we, will we be ready to just submit and to abide and enjoy all that God provides? Well, we offer you that opportunity today uh, because it is possible for you to be just like Mary and respond and say, let it be to me according to your word. And how Mary responded to that is that it's the same as, as today. She admitted that God was God. She believed that Jesus had come to make her the instrument through which life would come, as promised through the old covenant. 
And she confessed, and it was a joyful song that she sang. We didn't talk about that today. But she knew without any doubt whatsoever. And I would say to you today, if you're wondering about your life, you're wondering about what it is that is not right in my life, if you do not know Jesus personally, you've not invited him to come in, and the way you do that is you admit that you have sinned, that you need him. You believe that what we said today, that he came, and Emmanuel, Emmanuel means God with us. Jesus means God saves. Those names are synonymous. There, there's no separation there. And then you would confess him with your mouth. You believe in your heart. You confess him with your mouth. And let us know if we can help you with anything. You can go on our website at www.lovetalknetwork.com, or you can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. But in the meantime, Kathy, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and that you'll grow up and be like Mary. I love it, Evelyn. 